0: What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't, I don't, why why are we doing the Martin thing? <laughs> I was watching uh what is it? Um Vice's Dark Side of the 90s. Oh and it was the black sitcom. And I'm like, damn, you're right. The 90s, we had a ton of them. And Martin you was know, one of the things that highlighted primarily primarily. You know, that is so funny. Cause today I was watching Vice's Dark Side of Comedy, which is their newer show, and it was mm-hmm. about Chris Farley. And look at you. <laughs> we were <laughs> yeah. so i had this thought no, it's not even a thought well it's a thought tied to a situation that happened not even a... i'm just explaining this all wrong so i'm just gonna explain it so <laughs> just, just it. I was more... yeah i'm just gonna jump right in just wait in there plus we already started recording so this is great fodder for people to listen to crazy roll it just be james anyway so james just tell us how hilarious this is but anyway yeah, my thought watch. was Michael Butts, <laughs> yeah, it's him and like <laughs> three other people because we have a constant of three people on the <laughs> podcast side that listen. So I appreciate the three other people. Please make yourself known. We will shout you out every single show. Um, like James, Michael Butts, and Charles, my uh, baby mama sister's new fiance. <laughs> okay, and then we're missing one more. So there we go. Fine. So every day, we'll, every show, we'll shout out those three people at least. So we find a fourth. Okay, but the point I was going. Um, they were doing an interview with The Rock and Kevin Hart, and they were like, "Oh, if it's any celebrity pet, who would you be?" And you know, The Rock said, "Megan Estallion. Stallion," and they're like, "Oh, yeah. why Megan Estallion? Stallion?" And he's like, he's "I like, mean, yeah, we don't want to on. discuss right. it any further." <laughs> right, right, right. Every <laughs> everybody in the room, behind with melanin, understood exactly why he was saying that. Well, the funny thing is, like her boyfriend commented on something like. Oh, you know, just teach your wife how to do some seasoning. Whatever, It don't matter. He's not a good point (laughs) of this thing. But the point he he said that made me think about something, he goes, at the end of it, he goes, but I still do love Moana. And I'm like, you're right. Everybody loves Moana, one. But then two, I'm like, man, Moana may be The Rock's best movie. Yeah. Two, I thought, man, Steve from Full House? Aladdin is his best movie. Three, I thought, The Lion King? Jonathan Taylor Thomas? The Lion King is Jonathan Taylor Thomas's best movie. And, and then Jason, I was like... Well, I was going to say, and Jason Weaver's best movie, but then there was a land after that. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, I was like, Jason Weaver's best album is the Lion King soundtrack when he <laughs> yeah. was a kid. And then I was like, then, then I had a blasphemous moment when I was like, man, even James Earl, no, coming to oh. America. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, Conan the Barbarian. Coming to America is better than all that. But anyway, I had to stop myself mid insult but then i thought to myself like i think we can make a literally a list that most people's best movies are animated disney or pixar films in their catalog i mean tom uh, tom hanks may have a hard one to battle but i mean the toy stories one through four at least you could put up against anything he's done and it's a hard it's a hard have you seen turner and hooch come on (laughs) Yes, and I saw the terrible <laughs> sequel on Disney Plus and made the first on. one look even worse now. <laughs> that is a tour de force.
1: <laughs> well, have right, you seen right. Joe versus
0: the Volcano? Come on! <laughs> look, I'm right there with you. But I just thought to myself, I'm like, I started going through all these actors and voices, and I'm like, man, like, their best movies, you can make an argument, have all been animated, by far. Some of them, by yeah. far. I mean, because also, I would imagine, like, you know, just doing voice work. Not saying that voice work is easier, but it's probably easier for a actor actor to do voice work because it's like, yeah, come in this nice air conditioned booth and hang out with us for like five hours, and then go home, and you don't right. have to be at set at three o'clock in the morning. You know, so they're probably like, Absolutely. I will give it my best shot because you not only you pay me, I'm also not sweating and having to dangle off the side of a building. <laughs> you know, for that, that is very true for the very same true. amount of money. <laughs> Yeah, no, just a very interesting thought process. That uh, And again, I noticed I, I kept it to Disney and Pixar because there's been other people that have done voice work for other studios. Yeah. And it's been... Shark's Tale. The, the, the Come yeah. on, that movie we'll... sucks. That movie sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spies yeah. in Disguise. How about that? How about that? Spies in oh, Disguise. Oh, Spies in Disguise is pretty good. <laughs> oh, not, not Will Smith's <laughs> best work, but it's it's a lot better than anything previously he did animated. <laughs> Which is a short tale. Uh, so <laughs> uh, he was on an HBO special of uh, Pinocchio that uh, was using because um, this is back. They were using their animated specials and they were telling like traditional folk tales, but they're using like people of color in them, and then like adding like. And he was in Pinocchio. Okay, I think he was Jimmy, I think he was Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> so I realized that we missed a prime opportunity to do something really terrible for us. But great for the viewers when um, those three guys, those four guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, of course. When the, the superhero Pets thing came up, that you refused to watch? Man, fuck that movie. The show that would have been that Teen Titans versus the superhero girls, the terrible Green Lantern movie, and <laughs> it's one more. Oh, and Harley Quinn. We missed opportunity. We could have done all. I like with the show. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying we could <laughs> review them all in one DC fun pack thing. Since DC's imploding, we could have exploded. No, no, and... it's not imploding. It has imploded. It has shot itself, and it, it's dead corpse is currently shitting out the remains of its of its rest <laughs> of its good ideas, and it's bloating up as we speak. Well, it's, uh, I mean, the only issue why I feel like it's not dead yet is because like white people have the funerals like right after you die, black people yeah. like take a week, so <laughs> it's I feel like, like six weeks later, right? Like, so we know like it's a month now. It's a, it's a bunch of white people up there, so the fact that we haven't got the funeral yet means that it must be still alive. It's so like the fact that Batgirl was so unwatchable that they can they they dropped ninety million dollars and just like write it off. And Ezra Miller out here being a fucking villain, <laughs> and they're like, nah, that's stuck, that's stuck coming out." <laughs> I mean, really, little, little do we all know that that's really just Reverse Flash out yeah. there, <laughs> it's it's just, it's reverse, to be it's, Barry Allen, and it's just messing up his reputation. It's I Eobard, mean, it's Eobard Thrawn <laughs> coming out, of right? Florida, whatever his name is. <laughs> and then he, he he took the script from Face Off and then ripped Barry's face off and put it on his, and now this is what we're dealing with. If I were them. I Would totally use that as an excuse. It's like it's not me, everybody. <laughs> it's the reverse flash. <laughs> At least like tie it back into promo movie, man. As soon as you go to the freaking jail. <laughs> look, and we do know because of the Hulk Hogan or Terry Bola trial that the character you play and the person you are can be two separate people. Two different people. That was <laughs> that was announced in it. That was the ruling in that decision. So he literally can be. The reverse flash, yeah. give any crimes, but Ezra Miller is a good old boy. Because Hulk Hogan would never say the N word. Terry <laughs> Ball <before laughs> no. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know what? I think I'm going to take that to compartmentalize. Well, because I've hated Hulk Hogan since that moment. Like, oh, almost. God. I mean, his boyhood dream shattered. But now that you said that, I think I'm gonna take that and make me yep. like like him a little bit more and just Dude. be like, Oh, Hulk Hogan's not the, the racist. It's <laughs> only Terry Bola's the racist. Yeah, he's and racist. even in the movies he did with um well uh, my man Sherman Helmsley, it was titled as like Hulk Hogan was yeah. the guy playing in the role of whatever. So yes, Hulk Hogan That's is why... not the racist, Terry Bola is. That's why you never see Calvin Cordaeus Brodus Jr. in anything. It's only Snoop Dogg, They're two different dudes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very true, very true. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Day Shift. Woo, woo, woo. Boy, I can't wait to talk about Day Shift. I am oh, going man. to excite, entice, and disappoint all in one review. I just can't wait, dude. I loved it too, but it's 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 woo. It's got some holes. <laughs> Look, some... if I would have saw that in the theater, I might have busted the cap because I hated it so much. <laughs>
1: Why I, I pay money for
0: Netflix? <laughs> <A> free... <laughs> my best price, free 50 <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. And, and uh, my mom has the family plan, so it's like it's already been paid for by her. I didn't spend a dime. I just sat back oh, okay. and enjoyed the ride. I wonder uh, how many movies you like better because you didn't have to pay for them. Oh, <laughs> tons. <laughs> Tons. Oh man, this movie is awesome. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. <laughs> or the movies that you've watched and has commercial breaks that you enjoy more because just when the stupidity is about to get too much, a commercial comes. you oh, get let, the me go refresh. Get some... let me go get Let me go get some. Right, right. For this, this dumb shit happens. <laughs> right, right. And by the time you come back, you forget all the dumb stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. surprisingly enjoying this. Yes. Or if it's on TV, they just cut it out and just go on the next scene. <laughs> it's yes, true. Like, ah, oh, okay, I guess this is what's going on, <laughs> you know. Or the, the 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 worst part about watching stuff on the t on TV with the commercials are how they try to dub over the curse words, and it does not fit at all. And that's my biggest <laughs> pet peeve. I'm like, just show the movie <laughs> later on at night, where you can say the curse words. Damn it, you dang mother farter! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm tired of these mother fluffing snakes on this mother fluffing plane, and I'm like. This does not feel the same. I mean, shame on me for watching Snakes on a Plane anyway, but... (laughs) He's such a bad actor. (laughs) (laughs) That witch. (laughs) Right, right. You tell that witch when he got my money. (laughs) Like, never could watch, uh, you know, The Pip the same no more. I mean, Goldie, you can't watch Goldie anymore because everything is all messed up, man. (laughs) I feel sorry for the person who's only seen, like, movies on, like, cable television, <laughs> who's only seen them on, like, broadcast television. Like, only way they've seen this movie is because they saw it on TBS. <laughs> they... Or, like, the ones that have only heard music that's always been, like, edited for, like, radio. Yeah, the Walmart for, like, edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I never heard that part of the rap. Oh, it's the edited version. Sorry. <laughs> Got this at Sam Goody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom just let me be a delinquent and get the parental <laughs> explicit oh. one. My mom used to hate... Hates my older brother's music, she used to hate it. She's like, This is bad, this is going to lead you to delinquency, you're going to be a drug dealer. I mean, she was right, <laughs> 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 but it wasn't the music's fault. <laughs> like, she would always well, steal his albums and then, like, not realize he had his own money, just go buy them back again, <laughs> right? Right, 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 You know, right. And it's funny because I used to get the parental advisory and. I guess my mother just never really paid attention to it until, like, one time I was playing, like, the Biggie album, Ready to Die, that she brought for me. And she was like, yeah. oh, my God. I didn't know. I was like, because she only heard the radio cuts. And I was, she was like, yo. She was like, nope. She put that thing down in the basement. And I remember when I turned, like, 15, and I finally pulled it up, was like, it's time. It's Ready to <laughs> Die left, time. I left my DMX uh, CD in the car, and my stepdad had to borrow my car for something. And it was, you know, because we were just right around blaring. DMX ride or die, you know, living in the yeah. suburbs. <laughs> and he was like, what is this? And I'm like, dude, you can take it if you want, but I've already listened to the whole entire album so that the damage is already done. And I've already memorized every, yeah. every, every single lyric. lyric. Imp here, you niggas want to try, you niggas want to die. <laughs> ninjas wonder why, ninjas got to die. <laughs> All I feel is pain. <laughs> See, so it's still a in my mind now. <laughs> I'm like, yo, just listen to the whole album, man. Like, there's some good songs on there. Maybe you like There's a some good songs on there. <laughs> oh, man. Who let this devil worship music in here, in this house? <laughs> I'm sorry that right. I didn't get uh, Marvin Gaye Let's Get It On album. Like, that's a song about just straight up fucking. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and listen to but, that. If he doesn't say the word fucking, it makes it all right. That's, yeah, it makes it all right. That's all old folks say. Well, they didn't say it. You guys just say it. And we used to, like, use it. It doesn't matter. It's the same yeah, same damn, thing. thing. I, there are more babies conceived out of wedlock to Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Absolutely. Than All anything right. Else. Let's go start the show. Oh, yeah. Let's start the show. Let's start the show. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Head <laughs> we Cannon <laughs> Circus, guys, where we review the movies for you so that you do not have to unless you enjoy our review and then you want to. And as we always tell everybody, Hey, can a circus is a show ran, produced, edited and done everything by blurbs. And if you don't know what a blurb is, it's a black nerd, but also let's also be true. It's all edited and done by Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a black nerd. So there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's your first time listening. Thank you. Welcome. We're glad to have you here make sure you like, share, subscribe. If you are off long time listener, of our four people listening, and the three that we figured out are who, Jason? Uh, James, Michael Butts, <laughs> and Charles. <laughs> All right. James, Michael Butts, and Charles, thank you for your, for your uh, listening ship. Please spread it along and that fourth person. Make yourself known, and we will commemorate you every single show. In the essence Melody. of commemorating, the other <laughs> voice that you heard is Jason. Unlike myself, I'm the other Jason. But Jason is. Uh, Lord Jason <laughs> Lord of the darkskins Lord of the nerds he's graduated from Duke and he's like he he's a Scottish Lord ladies and gentlemen give it up for Jason I, welcome to the show I, I think a Duke is actually higher. I don't know I don't know anything about you know feudalism and European Gentry it's all a bunch of white supremacy to me but I will take it <laughs> and I will use it. <laughs> And that's what we like to hear. We, we, we rebel against white supremacy in all facets on this show. So if you're a white supremacist, please listen and like. And please like, can, share, and subscribe. Yeah, yeah. And you can gladly pass it to your white supremacist friends. And yeah. we can enjoy the conversation. And when you comment, we can throw hate right back at you. We can have like yeah. a hate fest in the comments, which would be delicious. And we and all great. just enjoy each other's company. <laughs> Absolutely. So for today's show, we have two reviews. Yes, just only two. Bodies, bodies, bodies. That's only one movie. That's one. Yes. And then we have Day Shift, which is the other. And Dave Shifts is on Netflix. Bodies, bodies, bodies is in theaters as we speak. Not so, at the movie tavern though. It was not. It was going to be there next week. And I asked them about that and they were like, they had no answer for me. And so I mean they don't deserve to give me an answer. So first and foremost. <laughs> Hey, where's so gonna my movies? They're going to tell me, right, right. Tell me shut up and, look, and get off their face or get off my text. And I would have been like, oh, yep, you're right. Okay. That's okay. You this is your business, not mine. I go go right. ahead and do what you need. Why well, you ain't got bodies, 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 man? Uh so. That new 18, yeah. A24 gym. Right, right. You hating on that A24? Uh, but yes, no, they didn't have it there, but they'll have it there next week. So that's going to be a weird thing to do. Um, but also between these reviews, we'll probably think of some weird and crazy stuff to think of. Like again, Moana being the rock's best movie for those who might've missed that earlier. It's true. It's true. You're welcome. Damn true. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, Jason, without further ado, let's jump on into bodies, bodies, bodies. Now I didn't do any research today because, uh, I was out in the streets So, I will apologize for my lack of professionalism when it comes to bodies, bodies, bodies here because uh, it's a movie about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I did put down some notes, but I was like, uh, yeah, I was going to go from the cuff. But all right. So, when a group of 20 somethings gets stuck at a remote mansion during a hurricane, a party game gone very, very wrong ends with a dead body on the ground and fake friends at every turn as they try to (laughs) find the killer. Among them, ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And we're going to do it like we do it every single time. If you're first time listening to us, we do a thing called a one sentence review where we review this this movie in one sentence. Jason, what is your one sentence review of Bodies, Bodies, and Bodies? Stupid, stupid children. <laughs> My one sentence review for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is: the director must really hate Gen Z, Z, Z. <laughs> All right, Jason, I'm gonna let you jump right on into it, man. What? Tell me about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. What did you think? I literally just got done watching this movie. Um, I had a good time watching this movie. Uh this I I, I definitely got the who the murderer was. From the jump. <laughs> oh wow, you did. Oh man. You're good. Yeah, you're from good the, From the very first time the body showed up. I'm like, yep, I know exactly what's going on. But other than that, it does show a very good uh de, de- evolution of this friend group as it falls apart due to their only their petty je- jealousies, their their narcissism, their drug use, and like it, it really just ramps it up that these people who are in this, this situation are a bunch of fucking idiots who uh probably you know because of all the shit they've done to each other deserve what's going on. <laughs> so it was a really cool thing uh, and inus and it, the, the cool thing about this movie is it doesn't really the characters aren't really overly annoying, right? Cuz there's a very easy way to make these characters like caricatures rather than just like characters. I felt like they did it they 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 did a really fine line of just making just annoying enough to like Want them to see them die, but uh, a little bit less annoying to realize. Okay, you can actually see them as real people rather than just fodder. Right? Uh, a oh, lot of these slash- said that Because I was on the inch early on. I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't stand none of these people. But I oh no, to they're that. hard. That a good point <clears throat> That's Don't a get me very wrong. good point. These are horrible, <laughs> horrible people. Every last one of them, uh, with an exception of B, and even here she's on the borderline because uh, you know, yes, yes. <laughs> she takes yeah. things in her hands and it's 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 borderline for her. But like yeah. the uh, <laughs> the performances here is really good. Uh, Pete Davidson as David, um, he plays himself really, <laughs> but he also plays his uh, to the the smarmy degree that he is a vapid self absorbed uh young young man like the rest mm-hmm. of these people are just vapid self absorbed young people with the exception of Greg played by Lee Play- Lee Pace who is 40 almost 50 <laughs> which goes to show you yo to all my dudes out there if it's over 5 years stay clear all right <laughs> just just <laughs> let that slide away like look it's a it's creepy it's a little gross I, you know I've dated a, a young per, a person way younger than me before. This is coming from experience. Just if it's over five years, just let it be alone. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone because <laughs> it's not going to work out for you, buddy. <laughs> but like, um, you definitely like can see how the interplay of the group and how their past sins definitely informs the way they are thinking now, especially with all the drug uses going on in this movie. Um, and at the end it does get kind of hokey with the uh the um i would say it's the the, the gen z speak but we all know it's just you know co-opted african american vernacular english but it it does go over the top with uh you triggering me and all this other all those other words that that people mm-hmm. that wokeness words that they used to use but it's still like is ground enough to realize like yes this is how they would actually speak and even, and even though they are trying to use these uh these terms correctly they're still so self-centered that they don't realize that they're doing the exact opposite of what they're saying so it's really really good uh amandala steinberg steinberg however you say her, how you say their last name is is great um you definitely see that she definitely has a um a line where you're like oh she's a nice girl oh no she's not <laughs> which, which one is that one that's uh sophia Oh, That's okay, the, gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And you know, B played by uh Maria Baklava, who was famous in the uh the previous Borat movie. She got famous that you didn't even know it yeah. was her. Nope. nope. Didn't notice <laughs> it. other than the fact she had uh an accent, and mm-hmm. but <laughs> none of these people are good. They show that none of these people are good, and they show how this just spirals out of control. And there's parts where you're just like, just stop, take a breath and just stop. But these people are so hyped up into their own, you know, delusions that they can't just stop and take a breath and calm the fuck down. And that, and I, that's what I really enjoy about this movie. It's just like, even though it's frustrating, you know, as a, a movie watcher, be like, why are y'all splitting up? Why are y'all, you know, going off on Since I got the, 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 the twist, I was like, I get it. <laughs> but in this situation, if you think there's a murder around there, at least one of your friends is a murderer, you're not gonna go hide in someone's bedroom by yourself guys but i did appreciate that uh jordan uh that's the other black girl was like at first she was like about that life she was like we gotta Mm. get a knife we gotta defend ourselves get the fuck out of here let's go to the police but you know obviously things the (laughs) the coincidences add up to be to that they think the coincidences are more than coincidences and uh she ends up doing some some terrible things too but they're all terrible people which is so, That's so great about this movie so yeah i really enjoyed it the the performance is really well done if you don't like pete Davidson because you know he, he dated whoever and you know he's getting more pussy than than a cat catcher <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like a strung out heroin addict he's fine he's not in that much but he still he does a good job and everybody else does a good job too uh except for Lee Pace. Lee Pace is always just Lee Pace, which is he's just there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he doesn't bring anything to it. But that's great because like that's his character in this movie, just being there. So yeah, definitely it ramps up the tension, definitely ramps up the uh the paranoia that these characters are going through. Uh but also totally these are stupid people. These are stupid, stupid people. <laughs> and that's why you should never be part of the 1%. <laughs> All right. Thank you to Thank my Oh, for... <laughs> 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 right, we'll take a quick break right here and do an ad. Yes, I'm wearing In Your Face Art. Got that Black Art Matter shirt right here. Check out inyourfaceart.com like I mentioned last episode, August 31st is going to be no more for a while and he doesn't put up a date when he's coming back. So, this may be it. So, get your shirts now, get that get that drip, get it going. Um let me jump into my thoughts of it. So I will admit as the, um, let's say giving horror movie, a pass guy. This is one of the few movies in horror that I don't have to give a pass to. Um, I think <laughs> Jason's deduction. They're stupid people. I counter with all of them. Majority of them, except for the ones who did not act stupid were on drugs or, or drunk as hell. Yeah. So, I do give a credence to their stupidity to be like they were not in their rational mind. And this, these are 20 somethings. This isn't 30 and 40 somethings like us. This isn't people that we've been doing this for a while and we get that. Like, once we get to a level, we got to chill out and calm down. They're in there when we were like in our college raging years where it's like the more turned up, the more we got in this, the more turned up we got. And imagine if something wild's happening, you're going to get even more turned up. And the only thing that I hated about the movie. Was the contrived way that they could not escape in the car? It was the only <laughs> thing I was like, oh, Are you kidding me? My wife does well, that like, all that, the that time. was Chekho- like, <laughs> That was a Chekhov's uh, visor. Because <laughs> I was like, That's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> My wife does that all the time. <laughs> Her car always starts the next morning. But okay, I got it. You got to keep us here. Gotcha. I'm with it. So I was like, All right, cool. Unlike Jason, I did not guess the killer of the movie anywhere close to it. And so as I kept going through, I'm like, Oh, who could it be? Who, Who could it, it be? Is? Who could it is? And I'm just going through it, going through it. So he's right. Everything Jason said is correct. The, the characters are wonderful here. They are performed great. And I, I like that Jason mentioned that, like, early on, you're going to be like, oh, I hate these people. Yeah. Like, it, it's and very your, easy your because. And your opinion is not going to change them. <laughs> right, right. But you do realize that, like, <laughs> they do a great job of almost taking you from their annoying as hell to being like, oh, you don't like them, but you actually do feel a care for them. And I don't know if it's just the fathers in us to see like young kids acting dumb. And we're like, Oh, bless their heart. They have no, <laughs> I clue, no clue about the world. But I did feel like I did not just, I've had a lot of movies. Where I'm like, I just don't like these people at all. And I don't yeah. care. And I'm ready for them to get slaughtered. This movie was like, I don't like these people. But I understand their problems aren't my problems because, like you said, they are in the 1% or in the 10% of this country that their problems are just as big as what am I going to do on Saturday night because, you know, I have nothing else to do because I can have everything I ever wanted. So, yes, with that kind of attitude, I get it. Um, Yes, Big Dick Energy, Pete Davis is in it. And Davis is in it. And the funny thing about it is, like, everybody sees the preview. He's like, oh, yeah, but I look like I fuck. And he does it. And it's funny because in the movie. He really doesn't. And that's so great. <laughs> but when you're real life, when you really are, you can play roles where you don't. It's fine. <laughs> it's like taking a break for him. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go do this movie while I'm between fine ass women in my real life. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, Lee Pace a little bit more than you did, only in the simple fact that I think he does bring the menace early on when we, again, so you knew what was going on. So that's why for you, it doesn't feel so legit. But for, for me,
1: well, I didn't in the know beginning,
0: when you just think that this is going to be a murder mystery, he definitely feels like well, it is guy. a murder he's mystery. Like, it's just yeah, the yeah. isn't what we expect. What we expect it. Yeah. There are yeah. definitely don't get me wrong, there are definitely some murders that happened in this movie. <laughs> but you know, even the menace where like he, you know, Pete Davidson character socks him and he's like, you know, it like it it's moments You're like that. With with really me. Well oh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and, like, yeah, it's so I did though he brought the menace and then I just thoroughly enjoyed this. And I realized that why I enjoyed this so much is because this movie hits that nice medium that you don't get very often with horror movies. Liking it to the OG screen, not the one that recently came out, but the OG screen where you hit a level of like you're you're almost a little bit of high, bra- high brow, highbrow horror, but just still lowbrow enough that like the slasher fans can enjoy. And you get in that medium that that's very comfortable that. A lot of horror movies can't pull off. Either you got to go straight Hereditary or The Babadook, or you got to go, like, Friday the 13th. So get into that sweet spot that they do. Go ahead, Jason. Sorry. I was going to say, I think a lot of horror movies, particularly the ones that we have reviewed on the show, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween Kills, treats the audience like they're stupid. (laughs) And this one does not treat you like you're stupid. They just treat the characters like they're stupid. Rather than well, I don't think those movies treat you like you're stupid. I think those movies are select few people that just want to see blood and guts, and that's yeah, the... stupid people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So me, <laughs> I enjoy just blood and guts. Like, I know walking into a Friday the Thirteenth movie, I don't need to know about Jason's sob backstory. I just want Jason to girls up in sleeping bags <laughs> and crush tents. That's all I'm here for. So, but it hits that nice medium, and that's rare to do. And I'm not comparing it to OG Scream because I've seen a lot of people compare the 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 instincts of it to it. I think this is its own beast, but I think also, too, the OG Scream was made for us, and what we were yeah. going through is Gen Xers and Millennials, but well, this one is completely made for Gen Z. so I think a lot of the annoyance is because of how they act, but I think also a big part of the annoyance is that these, <laughs> these characters, like Jason said, they use these words and terminologies that don't mean anything, because their actions don't actually correspond to the way they're speaking about these things. And it's done on purpose in the movie. Like the yeah. whole dialogue about gaslighting is, I almost <laughs> want to stand up and clap. I almost want to it comes, because it's like, And then it comes back. It comes back around yeah. when she actually does gaslight. <laughs> right, like, no, right. I didn't. Like, yes, you did. <laughs> and so, but I loved it because it's like, yes, how many people be like, oh, Pete. Like, I like how gaslighting became a word like a year ago. And now everybody wants to use it for every single situation that comes on. And it's like, no, no, Gaslight. this is not gaslighting. It's people that are just assholes. They're not yeah. gaslighting you. They're just assholes. They're just and some assholes. people that are gaslighting you don't care enough about you to know they're doing it deliberately to you. They're just doing it to the masses. <laughs> so, like, anyway. But I just thought that was very <laughs> dirty... what? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I thought it was a very yeah. So I was saying, like you said, and what, next you're gonna call me a narcissist? Yes, because all these people are like <laughs> that's oh, you're what, such a narcissist. That's what they... <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're not a narcissist just because you care about yourself. You're a narcissist when you care about yourself in the detriment of everybody around you and all your relationships and friendships and all your family. That is a true narcissist. Just calling me a narcissist Which, because like, I care about myself over you doesn't make me a narcissist. Like, some of these people are because they didn't, in the, end, in the end, did care about themselves more than the others. Right? <laughs> right, but it wasn't to the detriment of everybody else. It was to the detriment of them. Yeah, to the like, detriment of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but a narcissist is the detriment to everybody around you because you can't see past yourself. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> The point being is that I love that they flip this whole uh, Generation Z thing on them, but they also do it in a respectful way. It isn't mocking the generation. Yes. It's just mocking how they function through life because they realize that, like, you haven't hit the real part of life yet. You haven't hit that wall yet. So all the things that you're complaining about, it, it it's actually just not real. It, it told me, Especially some. From- for these particular drug abuse and all that's real. So let me not say that, but the other stuff it's it's just not real. Yeah. Especially with these particular characters, because they are fabulously wealthy and, and yes. And a lot of their problems is because they're the ones just making problems for themselves <laughs> rather than, yeah. you know, you know, you know, a lot of people are getting hooked on drugs because they actually have, I'm not saying, you know, you're rich and you can't have traumas or something like that, but a lot of people get hooked on drugs because they have past traumas and they're self-medicating. Whereas these kids here, this particular movie, or hooked on drugs because they were bored, and because of that, that's where the problems started to come from. You know. Also, and- I think, and I'm gonna end on this one. The most poignant thing I think of this whole movie, and I know I'm, I'm low hanging fr- fruit, guys, but <laughs> the most poignant thing in this whole movie was the usage of cell phones—from using it as a flashlight mm-hmm. to using it to communicate, it's using it as a weapon, even using it as like the <laughs> the fight scene. The fight scenes over a cell phone, and if that doesn't, and, that, and that's not even a Gen Z thing. That's I that can go all the way up to millennials, to Gen Xers, to hell some baby boomers. Like we are all attached to these instruments in our hands, and it's become so attached to us that without it, we seem to just almost feverishly need it to make our forg- existence worthy. Forget common sense when we don't have it, right? Like right, we d- we just are completely lost to what to do, though. Jordan, smart chick. <laughs> well, except for she just she kind of um before, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 well, yes, yes, yes. You, know, you gotta see the movie, you gotta see the movie, right. <laughs> right? But no, I again I'm here for it. I dug it. You know, as a horror guy, I really, really dug it, and I'll admit, and hopefully he listens to it, and I'll tell him because I don't care. My wife is like, Hey, do you want to like invite Alex and them to go see the movie with you? And I said, Nah, I don't feel like them shitting on another horror movie in front of me that I really enjoy. So I'm a pass. Sadly <laughs> enough, this is a movie I don't invite him to. This is probably the only movie that I would invite him. He would have enjoyed because it's more higher brow horror than the stuff that I usually make him go see with me. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, that, like that was Halloween just chills. <laughs> that. Well, I wouldn't take him to see that with me. <laughs> I wouldn't even take you to see that with me. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we see that together? No, we didn't see that together. No, 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 because no, that was on streaming. Yeah, that was on streaming. Yeah, I would take my worst enemy with me to see that and then let them know this is what I'll do to them after. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> nope, that's not a threat. That was a joke, guys. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> All in jokes. Don't put me up on charges. Do not put me up on charges. Um, Jason, what mixes. is your rating for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? I really got to kick out of this movie. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.8 of 5. Yeah. Oh, that's very high It's a horror movie. Yeah, okay. that's very high for give it a man. I'm going to give it a solid 4, man. I really enjoyed this, man. And I can't, I can't knock this one on here. Um, yeah, no, I, I I was really into this one. Also, too, having lesbian leads yeah. threw me off at the beginning, because I was like, oh, we don't see Everybody this. Everybody in this movie is a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we don't we don't see this, like, I, what are they going to do? And then I, I, then I got the fear of, like, oh, man, are they going to just, like, kill off these lesbians just to be like, oh, well, we put diversity in here. <laughs> kill us get the them days, out of too. here. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I was like, I was, I was more concerned about the lesbians' lives than anything. And like you said, then you see there's more than one, and then it's, Stuff going on anyway. Anyway, (laughs) great movie. Good movie. Probably one of the funnest things we reviewed. Now, we'll get to the funnest thing that we're going to review all day. And we are going to look at a Day Shift. A hardworking dad out to provide for his daughter uses a boring pool cleaning job as a front for his real gig. Hunting and killing vampires. That is the summary day shift ladies and gentlemen if it's your first time listening and watching with us we do what we call a one sentence review where we review this movie in one sentence Jason what is your one sentence review of day shift just enough bite oh I love that I love that my one sentence review of day shift is finally we get the bones origin for Snoop Dogg's character <laughs> That's a deep cut for all you for your that's, oh, fans. wow. That's, that's <laughs> people, people out from the, the grave up here stuff. So. <laughs> Shout out to Big John. All right. I'm going to jump right into it, man. I love Day Shift, man. Day Shift is the shit. And when I say this, I say this with the simple fact of, yes, watch it on Netflix. It's a really good Netflix movie. It's it is brilliant. a lot of low budget. <laughs> a lot of low budget going on here. I mean, check out them explosions in it. A lot of low budget on here. But, I will say this it has some of the most creative choreographed fight scenes that I've seen in most movies, not even just a vampire act. Like, these choreographed fight scenes blow out some of these action scenes in action mm. movies. Like, they, you could tell where they spent their time, energy, and money on. And the was, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the actors and the fight scenes. Um, that was especially the one in when they find that Ness, the kinetic fighting with the oh. brothers. Like, that's just, it was just Chef's kiss. So, so good. <laughs> Uh, hiring real contortionists to play some of the vampires, that like the spider vampires, so they can contort to Chef's Kiss, like, and I remember I turned it on, because the first thing while we reviewed this, guys, is that I said, "Guy, I was on the thread, I said, you know it's a vampire movie with Jamie Foxx on it and Netflix? And I said, I've heard nothing about this, so it must be trash. And I think somebody texts, like, there's only one way to find out, so <laughs> I decided to watch it. It opens up with a fight with Jamie and his granny that is awesome. Like <laughs> I was sold from the very beginning. Um, besides the low kid, you can tell they didn't spend a lot of money on this movie, so it does feel me kind of schlocky, but I enjoyed it. The biggest issue I had in the movie for me, it is like a horror comedy, guys. So I want to keep that in perspective, but I felt like they played the comedy straight to the chest a little bit, like almost buddy copish comedy. Mm-hmm. The part that got me was the what happens to Dave Franco near the end.
1: I thought like at bad that point would happen to Dave <laughs> Franco, everybody.
0: <laughs> right, right. But I think it went like too, two, two comedy. Like it the, the tone of the comedy flipped. It got more slapstickish, and I think that's the only real negative. I had. I mean, I could nitpick it, but the only real negative for me was that when that thing happens to him, and that kind of schlockiness happens after it, it kind of took me out of the movie because I felt like. Everything got amped up, and it was like, oh, let's take a moment to have these goofy little interactions now. And then, like, yeah, yeah, so that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, I, but I did enjoy the movie, and I think one of the things also I enjoyed about the movie is, and this is probably a, a plus, but a negative at the same time. The plus is I enjoyed how they gave this world a real mythology. And they set up that mythology early, and they set that mythology up often as you go through it, to the point that, like, man, I could want spinoffs of this movie from just, like, the union. I can yep. want spinoffs of this movie to keep following these day-to-days, and they start putting in things in the movie that just don't have a payoff, like the yep. real estate situation, the sunscreen mm-hmm. situation. They just don't, don't have a payoff. Like they just like, oh, we put these great ideas out here, the different types of vampires and, like, the nest. It's so much mythology in here, and I'm like, this is awesome, and that's why I think I loved it for the first 40 minutes to an hour. I was in love with this movie, because I'm like, if this I kept saying I kept texting them, if this movie sticks to landing, this will be a great movie. Now, I don't say it doesn't stick to landing, but it is a stumble. And <laughs> if I'm the Russian judge here, I'm gonna give it a little lower. But <laughs> she broke her leg, but she still gets a 5.8. Right. <laughs> but what it reminds me of is like almost like Netflix like said, Oh man, Bright did the same thing, and we missed the mark on Bright. So we just took another step up with day with Day Shift. Where you kind of had that same vibe of the mythology but they did a little better job of making the world work in day shift I think maybe because it had some comedic purposes to it with bright was trying to be dead serious but anyway like uh, I, I think it stepped up but um <laughs> yeah no again I'm here for like I said the only thing I, I think the tone gets a little goofy and I mean you gonna say Jamie Fox is playing Jamie Fox and that's fine I mean we all like Jamie Fox Jamie Fox is a char- uh, charismatic human being so people that have downgraded it because of that I'm like you don't want to watch Jamie Foxx be funny? Like, I do. What? I enjoy that. What? So, Jamie Fox is real name. Uh Eric Bishop, isn't it? Eric Bischoff from, from WCW? I <laughs> the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> Hanging out with the NWO with Hogan and them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because remember, Hogan's not the racist. Terry yeah. Bollea is. Terry Bolle is racist. Not Hulk Hogan. But that's it. That's all I got for day shit, man. Little goofy at the end, and I think, um, yeah, the mythology is great, but it doesn't pay off some of the things the mythology talked about. So, you want me to talk? You want me to talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I watched this. Let, let's go ahead and say that I definitely thoroughly enjoyed this movie, it was a lot of fun. I, you know, I always forget that from that Jamie Foxx used to be a comedian, <laughs> mm-hmm. that he used to be a comedian actor, and he's actually quite funny when he needs to be because he's always been in like very straight lace and a lot and like the past like 15 years of movies he's not very funny yet. but i forget that he's actually pretty funny and pretty charming and could be and i guess he used to be back in the earlier 2000s but it still has leading man potential within him this movie i was talking to a buddy of mine about this movie and he was like it feels like they had a, written more for this movie, and they just weren't able to shoot it because <laughs> mm-hmm. it feels like they had a lot of stuff going on, and they just like are like, "Oh crap, uh, we gotta, we got, we don't, we only got like three days left to shoot the rest of this movie. Uh, let's hurry up and get this over with." Because they leave out, a, as Jason said, they build up the world, but they leave a lot of it out. <laughs> you know, uh, I think if they the this movie would have been a lot better if they had not the Subplot of the vampire chick, uh, Aubrey, um, trying to do the real estate. I think it would have been better if it was just a day in the life of Bud, JB Fox's character, and maybe having Seth along with them and just him hunting vampires would probably make this movie a little bit more coherent. But, um, at the end of the day, it's still a really good movie. And when I tell you, Jason was talking about these fight scenes, these stunt actors and stunt people. They went all out. They were handing mm-hmm. out scorpions, which is when you face plant and your legs go back like over your body. They were handing out scorpions like you were getting like they were winning the lottery on that sucker, man. And those <laughs> things are very particularly hard to do because, in depending on how you shoot it, the stuntman just has to take it. He just has to eat the ground and flip his body over. And they were doing it like like they were handing out free sandwiches at the end if they, if they did a scorpion in the scene. <laughs> and i was so impressed i was because it was like in the, in the house scene there was like 50 scorpions happening just left and right just people just <laughs> like what y'all get paid extra Are they handing you 50 dollars <laughs> just, just to do a scorpion but there's a reason why this um and i didn't notice until i looked at the cast there's a reason why the action in this is is so so well done because it's got scott atkins in it scott atkins is like the dude right now for stunt coordinators and stuntmen he is like the guy that all other stuntmen look up to right now for the time being because you know jackie chan is 100 years old and jet lee mm-hmm. is 150 years old so scott and and you could definitely tell that that if not him someone was smart enough to just let the stunt actors do their thing and they just shot it and they listened to the stunt coordinators because they definitely are able to sell each shot each fight scene. Very, very well. Each even action set piece, like the uh, motorcycle chase where they're chasing mm-hmm. in the, the truck. You know, I've seen a thousand car scenes in a thousand movies and not any of them were ever as well done as this one. But there's a point where they like, I think they let a freaking drone out of the car to go out and mm-hmm. they have a shot in the car and it comes out of the car and then follows them along. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what? Did they just do that? Like, that's nuts. <laughs> so, you got to shout out to Scott Atkins or who, I mean, I'm assuming he's the guy because you don't put Scott Atkins on your set unless you let him do stunts. Right. But uh, right. so I'm going to shout out to him, but everybody else in this did pretty well. Uh, unfortunately, there are some people who don't get the, the love they deserve, particularly Klaus played by Oliver Masculi, mascusi I can't say his last name, but he was the dad in dark. He's a very good freaking actor. And he gets like four lines in this. And then mm-hmm. uh Peter Stormare, also a great freaking character actor, and he's like only in half the movie. Like, you need if you're gonna put him on the set, put him throughout the whole entire movie. All right, like let him go and choose scenery and do all sorts of weird and wacky shit and have fun with him. Don't just put him in like two scenes. Um, but the real star of the show is a Mr. Calvin Cardoza Brodis Jr. You sure it's <laughs> not Megan Good. Cause she started oh, my show still in my pretty dreams high. that night. <laughs> Megan <Make a good, laughs> is still, is still, she still needs a little bit more to do, too. But they, 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 get, they gave Snoop a clue up on this one. They're just like, Snoop, what do you want to do? He's like, I want a gun. All right, Snoop, <laughs> Bru- <laughs> 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 I want to be the best reason of vampire hunting. All right, Snoop, okay. <laughs> I didn't even do that together. You're right. That's pretty much what he was. Yeah, that's what he was. Well, this is. I'm like. I I I hope this movie does well enough because there is definitely more in this world they can do. Uh, You definitely want to follow the union around and just like they can do spinoffs. They can do Mm -hmm. you know because they set up so much lore. Unfortunately, it doesn't pay off in this particular movie. But they can go on all day with this stuff and do a whole bunch of different things with this. And they would probably 95% of it would be pretty good, especially if it's free on Netflix. So why not? It's better than Resident Evil. So fuck (laughs) it. So thank God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Also, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I was getting Dust Till Dawn vibes. Like, just how cool yeah. it was, the action and the vibe of it was very, like, cool and, like, laid back. So, yeah, I mean, no, I was, I, man, I was here for it. Now, granted, uh, let me let me make sure we preference this, like, guys. It is still a Netflix movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is not a big blockbuster. This... <laughs> so, as we're, we're giving this big, big ups, like, keep in perspective here, guys. <laughs> it is a fun, silly movie. It is not King Lear, guys. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) temper your expectations. This is this is this is not Romeo and Juliet by Baz Luresman, Okay, (laughs) temper your expectations, okay, guys. (laughs) We are talking it up, but it's at the the action scenes on their on by themselves are worth the price of admission in this. So, if you just go for anything else, just go to see a whole bunch of you know working actors. Destroy their bodies by doing these stunts and at least mm-hmm. give them props for that, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Jason, what will you give? What rating would you give day shift? Man, eh, it. a five out of five. <laughs> Woo, I'm gonna give it <laughs> You know what? Let's just go roll the dice. Five out of five, too. Five out of five. I'm Who cares? Gonna... No, this, all this is meaningless. Netflix, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You create difficulty for me in Netflix, five out of five. Yeah, yeah I- I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it, man. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're right. Like, I don't forget Jamie Foxx's. It was a comedic actor because I usually watch reruns of In Living Color pretty much almost once a week. I pop on and catch someone living in Living Color. But it is an interesting thing where you forget some of these people's humble beginnings. Like, even my yeah. wife is like, oh, I didn't watch In Living Color growing up. And she goes, and then I just watched a skit with Jim Carrey that was hilarious. Him pretending to be Vanilla Ice. And she's like, oh, that's... how did people not see this guy was a star? I said, oh, no. Black folks saw that he was a star back then. It was all the yeah. rest of y'all that didn't realize he was a star. Like, we knew could, this dude on was SNL. They turned him down on all the other shows. And and, yeah. and and the Wayans are like, yo, come on. Come on. You know, Jim, let's go over here. And now we have Jim Carrey who played Dr. Robotnik in Sonic 2. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like, I'm done yeah, with yeah. this shit. <laughs>
1: but Absolutely.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, I mean. We no, can talk no, about yeah, yeah. Living cover- Color and like the Wayne's and you know, not so much Marlon because he's the most, I guess he would be the more uh prolific of the Waynes. He's the one that has the, mm-hmm. I guess, the most visibility. You know, you could argue and say that maybe Damon is is the more successful. Everybody I knows I think Damien, yeah. Everybody 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 knows it's uh uh Keenan, who's actually the most successful one. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, and <laughs> Sean. <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to laugh at sean <laughs> or kim. <laughs> they kim, did, kim they did they did well kim had a she, run she had a run because she was on living color
1: <laughs> she well, I mean, had was
0: r- in uh in the house with ll J and debbie allen she had a run with oh that yeah okay ball. i One. mean she had a run she had a good she had a good little run for a little bit she didn't have a, as big as run as as as, as sean because he was with Marlon and uh well, uh, Sean and Marlon get more of the burn because they got, you know, the scary movie, white checks and all that. And the Wayne and, and the Wayne's Brothers the, show. Yeah, the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but but I think nothing was ever a focus on Kim, though. That's why I think that wasn't was a nice run. Either cause... way, like that family of people of talented people, even though they didn't let Sean be on the show, because he just, he had to be the DJ. He stayed up, stayed up there until you learned how to act. <laughs> like, I mean, just think about Damon Wayne's and like some of the great movies he's been in, right? Like, Bulletproof, and Blank Man. <laughs> like, Yes, Blank Man's classic. <laughs> or, I'm Going to Get You Sucker, which is probably the best spoof movie of all spoof movies. What is it, uh, Great White Height? He was in that Great one. White Height was a good one, too. Yeah. Like, Like they've done a lot, and it's kind of crazy that there isn't really an allegory to them nowadays. Maybe Tyler Perry nowadays, and it and it kind of sucks because if you think about it, like back in like the late '80s, early '90s, it was kind of like, uh, and we're talking about like representation now. It's because late '80s and early '90s there was a lot of black cinema, a lot of black movies, a lot of black owned stuff because we had to do it on our own because. There was no other thing, and we and there was a lot of stuff that was coming out, you know, direct DVD movies, or or sometimes you would go see it in, in the theaters, stuff like you know, Boys in the Hood and shit like that. But then it's like it dropped off like in '96, and nothing happened again for like a hundred years. Well, was I like, think the the biggest thing is that um, we haven't had any new stations of programs really. Like, so let's put it in, in real perspective here. Only reason we got all the blackity black stuff we got in the 90s is because Fox was failing. And so they jumped to the black community to build their numbers back up. And that was with Martin, Living Single, Uh NBC. The only reason Fresh Prince got on because Quincy Jones had got enough power at that point to put this on. And they ran with that. Uh, but you got to realize that a lot of those programs and stuff that were black, they were from up and coming stations like Fox, WB. UPN. UPN, all of them were up and coming when they were in those, in the, that nineties block, Fox switched up the program. And once they got the NFL and they were like, Oh, we got NFL money. We don't need you. <laughs> don't need you. And UPN <laughs> just threw all the black folk out as soon as they got that CW money. <laughs> <laughs> once the WB and UPN merge. It was yeah. like, nah, you just got to go. Even <laughs> WB was had a smart guy and all that stuff was on WB initially. And they was like, nah, we're going Dawson Creek. We go and kill more girls. <laughs> I gotta go. Like, so no more more it always came a throat that if you had a new more starting network, <laughs> you put on all these black people shows because black people will rock with our shows. You build it up, and like all things, we make things hip and popular. Then you built the audience, and then once you built the audience, because you know white people look at like, oh, the ratings, they care about that stuff. Then white people started watching the stuff, we watching, and they're like, oh, now we got the white folks. Okay, we'll make programs for them now, and we'll get rid of the black people, and that's just. The reason why we don't have the shows now is because we don't have an up-and-coming station that needs to pirate. And even you see it when the stations start dipping, they start bringing, uh, it back on black shows now. And that's like the method of the madness now, like and, and which is fine. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we don't, don't own even, nothing, like you said, so it's hard for us to say nothing. I don't even watch cable TV anymore, so <laughs> like I don't even know what's on TV anymore. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I have my show. I have, have my shows that I watch in that Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Like, um uh, or do they do sitcoms still? Is that a thing they still do? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, one with what Cedric and called The Neighbors. The that's been on for a from, while, uh, New Girl. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I watched like the first season and I was like, I'm gross. oh I guess I mean we cool. watch Grand Crew. That's a sitcom. <laughs> so... Yes, that is. That's all that's, that's the most sick comedy of the sitcoms. Yeah, that's a, that's a very si- <laughs> that's a very situational comedy right there. Um I watched <laughs> Abbott Elementary, which I think oh. is, is I, I hear really, th- that's really good. Nothing but good news about that. And you know Yeah, uh Blackish everybody... banned it, so Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, Abbott Elementary is the truth. If you've you ever watched Abbott Elementary, go ahead on Hulu and just binge it. It's hilarious, man. Is a community hilarious? <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to say it's better than the gas leak season. Well, no. But, but, <laughs> hey, look, hey, that's still community. Not Tim Allen's as... last, last man standing is better than the gas leak season. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far now. <laughs> that, that's some hate. That's some um. Hate. I would say community in its prime, I don't think not much is better than that. Maybe like, the office in this prime can, can get close to that, but Abbott Elementary, I think, is right below that line. Like, it's like right there, and that's their, <laughs> and that was their first season. So, we don't know if How Abbott Elementary would not be get. in their prime yet. So, yeah, like the Simpsons are this year, <laughs> <laughs> but season 33, 34. <laughs> like, I just I just uh, honestly think, like, that like the network executives of the Foxy just forgot the Simpsons are even there, and they're just like. Oh, this is you know, they don't even know they don't even notice. They can't cancel it because they forgot it's there. <laughs> and they but just keep runs out or like a folder or something, but you just get charged the same rate and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. They just and they just send out checks. No one knows where the check like where the check comes from. They keeps getting checks, they keep making shows. <laughs> you know, it's like Look in our office head. space where the dude we got like, we fired him like. Two months ago, but yeah, he just got he just it was showing grits. up. <laughs> yeah, he kept showing up. So. Like, it's like I used to have a phone. This is way back when you had to, like, you know, the prime time minutes and blah, 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 blah. Oh, so I had got right on that cusp, where they were giving out the really good deals. And it was like, and I was with Verizon and I had like unlimited oh, minutes, unlimited <laughs> data, and like unlimited texting. And it was like, it was a deal that was going on. It was like a, a year deal. So I signed up for it but I never went and renewed my contract and I never went and got a new phone or nothing. So like I had the same contract almost for like seven years by the point that to the point that everybody started having unlimited everything. And I was still on this plan. And then when I went to go finally change my phone, this is like seven years later, I had like an old Nokia like brick ass <laughs> phone with, with the antenna joint. <laughs> gonna and I finally antenna. went to go change my phone. And they're like, we we, we don't have a policy for you or like a, a program. I'm, like." No, nah, I had I no bother. Like I've been paying for this every month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, they're like, dude, we don't, we don't even see like, and they they said they're like, oh, you're right. We can see the payments and like you have service, you have a phone. Is they're like, but we, like <laughs> the system, had lost that that was even a promotional deal. Like they they just knew that I was collecting money and they were just giving me the service. And they didn't know have anything <laughs> to even verify how my phone was even activated. It was just that long. Like anyway, that's the Simpsons. Like, like no one knows it's still going on. It's like you were a part of like, six was, showing reruns no. just paying out severance checks and don't realize like it's still going on. <laughs> you're you were you're a part of you were the the you, you bought it when it was singular and then when they went to Verizon they just grandfathered you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a customer of ours, like what is <laughs> just kept taking about thirty bucks a month and just didn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like hey, it comes in, so we're gonna <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're at that point of the show that everybody loves the most or hates, depending. I don't know how the the, the four people that listen to us, how they feel about this moment. But it is the end of the show. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to Cannon Circus. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. We are everywhere you want to be. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. That's social media there. That's social media that. But wherever you want to be at. So thank you all for listening and watching. Um, please comment below. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of our segments, our movie reviews. Let us know what you think of the movies themselves. And if any movie you want us to review or show you want us to review, please let us know. Doesn't guarantee we will do it, but at least we'll note that you said it and let you know if we're going to do it or not. Um, Jackson. let us know what you think of us. And you know, because I don't have low self esteem, so it's it won't bother me at all. So let us know. <laughs> it, it will bother me, but you can still let me. I don't care. Comment is a comment. I'll take any comments. Um Indeed. Jason, <laughs> you do you have any kind of words to share before we get off? As always, just be kind, be considerate, and uh, you know, tip your servers and bartenders 20 at least, if not more, if you can afford it. Um, if you see Jaren on the street, give him a hug. He needs it, he's pathetic. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We will see and speak to you all, or you will listen to us next week. Peace. Gotcha. Stop gaslighting me. Do yeah, don't, gaslight You're me. gaslighting me. I'm not gaslighting no, you. No. You're gaslighting me. No. You're you know, You're gaslighting me. You're you're a narcissist. You're don't a narcissist. Gaslighting me. <laughs> I'm sorry. For